Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 Fan. And the first things first is uh, possession of the football. Uh, that's one of the things we talk about all the time. He did that. And then from there, it's just let his natural football ability take over. I mean, he's got that, right? He's a good receiver. Like you said, I mean, he's such a unique player, so you can use him uniquely. And if he's not out there, not just not one guy is going to be able to do the things that he can do. Now, we have people that can go in and perform at a high level, which you've seen. You know, it probably won't be just one person filling, you know, the roles that we'd have him to play. So you can get there through personnels and different calls and things. I think health. I think he's played a big part of it. He's relatively healthy. He's able to practice the confidence that he has to play at a certain level and the confidence we have to play him, put him in certain situations. Vinny and Haney here on 105.7 The Fan on this featured artist Friday. We'll be playing Promise all the way up until 2 o'clock right here on The Fan. Cordell Woodland here for the Bobster, still with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass on this Friday morning and You heard from a lot of different coaches. First off, you heard from Chris Horton, and I'm sure Chris Horton had a big smile on his face ready to address the media um, as, you know, the special teams comes through big for the Ravens, seals the win against the Rams last week. Tyler Tyler Wallace gets the big punt return, and you hear him talking about Tyler Wallace there, and he's talking about first catching the ball, which is what Tylen Wallace told us after the game. That was the first thing mm-hmm. that's on his mind. You got to get past step one. First he catches the ball, and then you get to see some of his ball skills after that, what he can do in space, his ability to break tackles, the balance he shows on the sideline, the footwork to not step out of bounds. I, I thought that was a big moment for Tylen Wallace, and now obviously with Duvernay on the IR – Wallace will be the punt returner going forward and may even find himself on the field for some offense. Yeah, I, I've, I'll bet you he'll get a little bit of a role because Duvernay was getting nothing. Mm-hmm. Because originally he was getting jet sweeps, but I, I never thought – I've never thought he's a good east-west runner. He's all – Duvernay, he's mm-hmm. a north-south guy. And that's that's why he did good at uh, kickoff returns. But when you look back to last year, he got hurt – Remember, and then Justice Hill came in and right. ran kicks back, and he did a hell of a good. job, too. Yeah. That's why I didn't think they would keep Duvernay just because of his, what, $2 million salary. Mm-hmm. But he won't be in a Ravens uniform again. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. John said that they expect him back this year. Even when he does return, we'll see what his role is. I'm curious to see, especially, I mean, because we'll have to see what Tylen Wallace does between now and then uh, as a pump returner. But I would imagine it's, 
is probably his job uh, to keep. Well, if everybody stays healthy, Cordell, he he's not yeah. even going to be active. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Well, they don't have to. They don't have to activate him off the IR. They right. can just keep him on the IR. Which, if everybody's healthy, you know, they probably will. Let's go to the defensive side of the ball. We heard from defensive coordinator Mike McDonald there talking about Kyle Hamilton, who did suffer the knee injury in the win on Sunday against the Rams. He came back in the game, and then not too long after that, he ends up getting hurt again. He wasn't even involved in the play, and he's out. And I noticed him on the sideline without his helmet and stuff. But he's been practicing each day this week with the knee brace. We've seen guys practice throughout the week at times four. I remember Morgan Moses Multiple four participants in practice, still a scratch on game day. What's your feeling towards while uh, Kyle Hamilton playing on Sunday? I don't think he plays. Um, I, I, I I don't think he plays unless unless he's out there full Cordell without mm-hmm. a brace. I don't want him playing with a brace. Um, I want a hundred percent Kyle Hamilton, and and for the reason being that he's a special player and. Now, whoever's replacing him or how they're going to replace him, they have a week oh, to yeah. work on it. Whereas before, you got to do it right in game, and Millette was awful. Yeah. I don't know what you thought, but I thought he sucked. He didn't tackle well, didn't cover, did nothing well. Yeah, he wasn't too happy with his uh, performance. I, yeah. I spoke to him after the game uh, as well. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, there is, it's big shoes to fill uh, not having Kyle Hamilton on the field if he does indeed miss Sunday. I'm kind of up in the air right now. I'm, I'm trying to wait to see what happens today. Um, and in terms of the brace, I don't know if he'll be without the brace at all. I mean, depending on how long this injury goes on. But mm-hmm. if he does get back out there in two or three weeks, I wouldn't be surprised if the brace is still uh, on him at that time. But If you – if Cordell, here's what I was saying yesterday or the day before, that – Let's say he doesn't play, mm-hmm. and um, they win. Then you have the luxury to wait until the Miami game, right? Just because you got an NFC game, mm-hmm. and you if you still win the last two, you probably still win the number one seed. Yeah, I I don't know how they'll – I mean, I'm sure that'll be a part of their thought process, but I've asked John Harbaugh about, uh, you know, guys playing status when they've been in similar situations. Maybe not to this degree to where they're playing an NFC team and that loss and won't affect their conference record, so maybe they're okay with that. But in sim- I think going into the Chargers game, understanding that they had the bye week the week after that, mm-hmm. there were guys like Odell whose status right. was up yep. in the air, and I'd asked him about that and. He made it. He was like, "It's all hands on deck. Anybody that can play is going to play." So I am curious to see how they decide to go about Kyle Hamilton going into that Niners game, even if they win this week. Because even if you're Hamilton, I would think that they're going to have to kind of restrain him to keep him off the field. That that's going to be the biggest. Even though it's not, it's a non-conference game. That's probably their biggest regular season game this yeah. year. And you know, I, I mean, if. If you're Harbs and he wants to play this week, the doctors would have to assure me that it's okay for him to go out there. Right. He's not going to hurt himself any worse by going out, but it, it must have been that when they let him back in the mm-hmm. game last week. So you're right. He's going to want to play. And, you know, is Kyle Hamilton at 85% better than Millette? Probably, Probably. so. <laughs> 
probably. Better than a lot of people, honestly. <laughs> not not even well, just Millette, but I think they obviously would be able to do a lot of the th- a lot of the things that they're used to doing. And especially you look at guys like ETN or if we're talking about the Niners game, Christian McCaffrey, those t- George Kittle. I mean, they're gonna need one of their best tacklers, especially in open space against all of those types of guys. Yeah. All right. Let's say, let's say Hamilton doesn't play who, cause what I, what I said was I'd put, I'd put Darby at corner and then I put uh, uh, Marlon, Marlon inside. inside. Yeah. Just, just because Millett was, he was bad. Yeah. I mean, and I'm also trying to take into account that the Rams have, I mean, their receivers are, second to none and especially with the type of scheme that they run they're just that's a tough battle you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying that that's that's just tough I mean you got Puka Nakua making diving catches out of bounds I mean Cooper Cup really woke up in that game that we haven't seen them including Arthur Millette look like that to this point in the year so I mean I'm, I'm willing to cut them some grace give them another opportunity with no Christian Kirk this week I'm expecting him to look better against Parker Washington or whoever he's got to go up against. It shouldn't look the same way it did last week, yeah. at least for him. Ingram's real good, though. Ingram's good. He is. Yeah. He is. And Ridley can be good. Mm-hmm. He's inconsistent, but right. he can be good. And Zay Jones oh, yeah. isn't bad either. So, I mean, they've got they've got some guys mm-hmm. that they can get it to. So, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they do it. And that's why I wouldn't mind if uh, – Darby was on the outside and right. Marlon was on the inside because who else do you trust on the inside? That's the question. Let's go to the offensive side of the ball real quick. We heard Todd Monk in there talking about OBJ, who has gotten more involved as of late, gets another touchdown on Sunday. Um, my friend texted me during the game right after that touchdown, like, man, OBJ can't wait to dance. And he, I mean, as soon as he scored, he got up and he's hitting his MJ dance and everything. I love it. I think he's, he has the best celebrations on the team, hands down. But is the, when I what I've told a lot of people uh, is this is the time of year that the Ravens signed OBJ for for no these doubt. December games oh, no for doubt. the playoffs. Well, and the nice thing is is he's his lower body his body's healthy, mm-hmm. especially the lower body, because it looks like he's got a little he's got some burst and oh, he's yeah. got some make you miss ability. Now on both of those plays, Cordell, both slant routes, I'm guessing that he he broke both routes. So I spoke to him about that. Uh, the touchdown one, which we already know, he said that was the wrong route. There is a play for that, but he just didn't run it the well, way it well, was supposed to be. The thing about it is, it, to me, it was it was perfect. It was a natural yeah. reaction to the safety jumped, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and boom, you see the safety, and I'm open, and you just hope that. Lamar, right. because if, if did you watch the um, Cleveland Jacksonville game? Yeah. The when one of Joe's interceptions mm-hmm. when he threw that slant route, they the receivers ran into each right. other and he just still threw it instead of reading the guy and throwing it to the flat. Right. Right. So whereas Lamar kind of held up enough and all he had to do, and I don't care it was high, you know, he threw a moon ball. I, you just know, people, get it there. Yeah, just he's wide open like that, just get the ball there. Now, what did he say on the other one? Because I thought the other one, he did the same thing. The other one was pretty much a, a similar situation. Yep. Um, he, they jumped, they jumped the slant, 
And that was which he attributed to he and Lamar just kind of he, he called Lamar a playmaker, you know, just being able mm-hmm. Lamar being able to see the same thing he saw. And it's not and he, he definitely wanted to make it clear. It's not that he's out there freelancing right. routes. I asked him about that. He said at no point in his career has he been a freelance. No, route but he that was just a natural instinct right. because right. they jumped. They yeah. jumped that one. That was too. perfect. Number, I mean, number he, one. And he does that. Mm-hmm. He, they're really aggressive. And he made a hell of a catch, too. Yeah, he, he definitely gave credit to Lamar for being able to see the same things he saw um, and, and accredited that to where their chemistry is right mm-hmm. now. And we see it. We see it just by watching the game right now as well. And sometimes I think he throws it to him too much. Yeah, at times he can. But, um, I mean, like on the deep balls, Cordell, when, when he's throwing him the deep ball, I wish that he would make it a jump ball because mm-hmm. then he's got a better chance or a back shoulder ball instead of, you know, Leading. letting him – yeah, don't – because he's not going to run – you know, I mean, he can, but that's – not his cup of tea right now. And he is stacking corners. He is. He still has that ability to stack corners, get over the top. But I agree. I mean, Odell's a jump ball. He's a contested catch type of guy. You yep. give him an opportunity. You put the ball up there and it's a 50-50 ball. Odds it. are he is going to get it. Speaking of receivers, coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll keep it going talking about this Ravens offense. If you want to get in, 410-583-1057 is the number. We've talked about Odell Beckham's progress in this offense. We know what Zay Flowers is doing. Where's Rashad Bateman? He's had a uh, down season to this point. Can he turn it around? We'll talk about it next year. On- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The fan. Works. Works. Sucks. They don't. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on this featured artist Friday. We're playing Promise all the way up until 2 o'clock right here on the fan. Cordell Woodland here for Bob Still with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. Uh, we're going until 2 o'clock right here on the fan. Coming up at 1030, we'll get Vinny's keys 
to the victory over the Jaguars on Sunday Night Football. If the Ravens are going to win, then he's going to tell us how they get it done. But we're talking about this Ravens offense right now, looking at the wide receiver, specifically Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman, it just seems like it's not going to be his year this year. Um, I've been holding out hope that Me too. things will turn Me too. around. I like him. But they and it's crazy. They get him involved early. You think, okay, gets a couple of catches early. He'll be able to get into a groove. He gets his two catches early in the game. You don't even notice he's on the field anymore. Now, did you have a problem with the the deep ball? Because what I, you know, because people said, well, he stopped running. Well, he probably saw, didn't figure he was getting the ball number one, and he's running a post route, and he sees the backside corner coming over, so he's got two on him. Mm -hmm. So it's like. You know, I mean, I'm probably doing the same thing because I'm reading the coverage. He ain't throwing it to me. I got two guys on me. Yeah, I don't I don't want to give him a pass for letting up, even though I get the human side of it. Um, I don't I don't want to condone it. But I think that 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 attempt was a makeup attempt for Lamar because he missed him on what the player two before where he had single coverage and he ran the deep route yep. and beat his guy and didn't get the ball thrown to him. I think that was Lamar just trying to make up for not hitting him on the other one. But something's up. Something's up because whether Lamar throws it to him, whether he doesn't throw it to him, those two just can't connect. And when you're seeing Lamar's connection with Odell, his connection with Zay, his connection with Nelson Aguilar, with Isaiah Likely, it's literally everybody but Rashad Bateman right now. And it's so head-scratching to me because the dude gets open. The dude is still running routes. I mean, He made two nice catches. he's, He's shown his catch radius is still there. I just don't understand what's happening right now. See, just, yeah, I don't either. But when you look at it, okay, you say, okay, well, let's look at next year. Aguilar's on a one-year deal. Odell's mm-hmm. on a one-year deal. The only pe- people back, you know, um, uh, Duvernay's gone. Yeah. You know, so those guys, so it's uh, Zay and it's Bateman. Mm-hmm. That, that's all that you got under contract. Let's grab, let's grab a couple of calls real quick, see what the listeners think about this wide receiver group. Let's start with William in Northeast Baltimore. William, you're on the fan. Hey, Cordell and Vinny. How's it going? What's Wonderful. Up, okay, yes, I want to talk about this wide receiver situation. And, Vinny, I called you a couple of years ago. It was a play on the right side where Tylen Wallace had beat his defender. Mm-hmm. And Lamar overthrew him by 10 feet. And we talked about Lamar's long ball. Right. How he had to correct that. Do you remember that conversation? Um, not really, but go ahead. You know, it'll, it'll, yeah. maybe it'll come back to me. I, I'm not, Haney remembers everything. <laughs> right. Except what happened yesterday. But, you know, like in the past, Haney remembers everything. Yeah. So we talked about Lamar not getting enough arc on the ball right. to get the receiver. Yep. time to run it and we got the receivers that could do that but the strange part about that situation after that play Tylen Wallace was on the bench he didn't see the field again and what I'm trying to say is that now in my opinion I think Wallace should see the field just as much as Aguilar because in mm. my opinion I think I think he's I I think he's a little better than Aguilar myself in my opinion. Well, here here's the thing though is is Aguilar's been running with that group. Aguilar's been catching ball. There's no he hasn't done anything that Thanks makes you one. say take him out of the game. 
that, that's that's my thing. And then with Lamar with the deep ball, we saw it because let's go back to the Odell one. All right. Odell had to turn both ways mm-hmm. to find the football. If that was a line drive throw, oh, that's hey, he even got a shot. Yeah. And that's the thing about the deep ball. Give your receivers an opportunity. Just like um, the other day, Tua, you saw that one with Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. against the Redskins. Yep. You know, I mean, he turned both sides. You know, you give the great guys a chance because they're both center fielders. They can play center field. They can go track a ball. I saw something the yesterday on Twitter. I think it was from an article. Somebody was describing Lamar Jackson, and they I thought it was pinpoint. He's he's going to miss throws. He's, yep. he's going to miss on throws. That's just the realization of it. But he's so talented and so special that he's going to make up for those missed throws with his own highlight plays, whether it's with his legs. But he's going to make throws as well. I mean, he, he's the one to say for the touchdown was an awesome throw. And the two point conversion. Oh, my God. That, yeah. that was one of his best plays, I think, of his career. And honestly. even you know what another great play was? And Zay dropped it. Yeah, when uh, Donald had him mm-hmm. wrapped up, he made an awesome the ring play. around the Rosie. Yeah, with I mean, Aaron he Donald. he makes some plays that nobody else in right. the league can. Right, and does he miss some plays that everybody in the league in the league makes? Yeah, that's the trade off. That that's how it goes. Four one zero five eight three one zero five seven. Let's grab Trippy in Baltimore before we go to break. Trippy, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, Cordell and Vinny? Um, about the wide receiver. Uh, uh, thing y'all was talking about. Mm-hmm. See, it's, it's like I be for the players, right? But I'm still kind of confused because it's like everybody's saying the same thing about Bateman. Like, we know he got the talent, right? Even when he open, like, Lamar still don't hit him. Now, I'm not trying to cause a controversy or nothing, but I've been saying this since the beginning of the season. Like, before we, like, Nelson Aguilar was the first wide receiver we signed. You had fans and man talking about, oh, that's the number one receiver. And then when we signed um, Odell, then we drafted uh, <clears throat> Zay Flowers. I still wanted another receiver, but everybody kept saying Bateman is the number one receiver. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, right, because you got to think about next year, and I think Benny said it, like, a lot of these receivers are not going to be here next year. So yep. it's basically Flowers and Bateman. So we need to see what we're going to have next year. You see what I'm saying? So I'm kind of confused because, like, one thing I like about Nelson Aguilar, he might not get a lot of – action but when he get in he produce you see what i'm saying and lamar trusts him so i don't know if it's like a trust thing or something but like i said we still we still looking good right maybe thinking still we still got four weeks left in the off season maybe everything is still working to see bateman i need to see what bateman can do because he can run after the catch that, that's the thing that we've seen him do that thanks Trevor. now the two catches he did have if i'm not mistaken weren't both of them in the two-minute drill the one was t- uh, this an past out. Sunday? Yeah. The one was the out that he caught, made a mm-hmm. nice catch. And the other one was the in. I know it was in the two minute because he fell down real quick and then ran the right. ball to the middle right. of the field. So, I mean, you, you got to, you, you show trust in a guy in a two minute drill. But the thing that baffled me was they didn't even, you know, and I don't know if it's Todd or if it's Lamar, they didn't even target him in the second half. I've they ran some- it more. I've asked Lamar about that in the past, about Bateman's targets, because Lamar himself has said it in the press conferences that they got to get him the ball more. And I've, you know, I've talked to him about, you know, when he, when he's a because the quarterback is essentially the point guard out no there. No doubt. So does he, in, in basketball, they always talk about great point guards understand who needs the ball and when, you know, and like I asked Lamar that, like, do you ever get into that mode to where it's like, all right, 
I got to get bait the ball. You know, I, I got to find a way to get him inserted in this game, get him energized to, you know, to stay locked in. And it's like they forget he's out there. And I, I, I think trust is clearly an issue between he and Lamar. It's clear, how could the trust be high? They they don't connect on anything. Any major play has been interceptions in that, in, right. in that connection as well. And you look at, like, all the scramble plays, he doesn't get any of them. Yeah. You know, it always used to be Andrews, but mm-hmm. now it's kind of Zay Flowers mm-hmm. likely or maybe a back that he'll dump it to, but never, never Bateman. Well, the scramble drill drives me crazy anyway because half the time when they're in the scramble drill, it's only one guy really working their way back. It drives me bonkers watching them in the scramble drill because I'm watching guys give up and walk and yep. not work their way back to the quarterback. It, it has really upset me for years with them. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the thing about it is the scramble drill usually, I mean, it used to be deep guy, short, short guy, mm-hmm. deep. And you got to, um, who made an awesome, I think it was Justice Hill a few weeks ago. Like he, because Lamar's scrambling to the right and he's coming across from the left to the right. And he looks around to see if anybody then he stops right. because he knows he's open. You know, I mean, you got to have awareness of where guys are cuz if if Lamar can't see you, he ain't throwing exactly. it to you. Exactly. If, so if there's somebody in the way, he ain't throwing it. You got to be he's got to be able to see your numbers. And he's not throwing it across his body or at least he shouldn't. Don't don't no, even he'll make do that it. an don't option. Say he, he, I was about doesn't. to say he that's doesn't. why I had to change it. He shouldn't. <laughs> Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney will get Vinny's keys to victory if the Ravens are going to beat the Jags on Sunday night. Vinny's going to tell us how that's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Here on the fan. Vinny and Haney's keys to the game. We're doing a hell of a job. We're resilient, we're moving on, and we're playing our ass off. NFL football game right here. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on this featured artist Friday on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland here for Bob Haney with Vinny Serrato. A quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're talking Ravens football. We're trying to figure out how the Ravens are going to defeat the Jags. Vinny's about to tell us with his keys. Number one, bring A-game intensity in all three phases. I thought last week, Cordell, I don't know what you thought. I thought defensive intensity and stuff was about a D. Mm -hmm. I didn't think they were explosive off the snap. I thought they missed tackles. Um, They were um, busting assignments back Mm -hmm. then. They were confused. They, They were a step slow. They were a step slow. And they need to get back to that A game where, because even like Clowney didn't look like, that was the worst game Clowney played, I thought. 
of them all. I mean, it was the most invisible he's been, you know, yep. honestly. You, That's he's, a good way to put he, it. He jumps out when you're watching the game, when you're watching film, and you're right, I, I, I didn't notice him on Sunday. Well, you really didn't notice any pass rush because mm-hmm. nobody, nobody beat anybody. Right. And linebacker, linebackers didn't do much. Stone was confused back there. You know, it was just uh, it was a cluster, frankly. Mm-hmm. Number two, keep Etienne under 75 total yards. Now, against um, since he had 78 in a touchdown, Cleveland 77 in a touchdown. They like to throw it to him. I think what's happened to him, Cordell being a smaller back, I think he's beat up a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't hand, they don't give the ball to anybody. He's on the field all the time. And the good thing about him, and I've had my issues a little bit with the Ravens' rush defense. It's been it's been concerning to me when they go up against teams that clearly game plan for the run game. When teams are going to commit, like Cleveland the did, the, the Rams, Rams did, uh, it, it's a little nerve-wracking. I'm not as concerned against the Jags because ETN relies on the home run hitting plays. They haven't given up a lot of those in the run game, and he doesn't get the volume in the run game. He gets the touches because he's involved in the pass game, like you mentioned. But in the run game, he gets around 13 to 15 carries a game. I, I think that's what they, that's that's good for the Ravens. Yeah, the the only thing that they've struggled on with bigger run plays edges mm-hmm. they get hooked on the edges so that that's that's the only issue but like i said keep etienne under 75 total yards and what he's been getting lately is like 40 rushing 35 right. receiving number three get pressure constantly on lawrence constantly on lawrence his ankle got to be a little sore so make him move make him uncomfortable be through three picks last week yep so if you get him uncomfortable, right off the get-go, he's going to be like, damn, you know, again. And his left tackle wasn't there last week. He's practiced, He's been limited all week this Groin. week. So we'll see if yeah, he yeah, plays on Sunday. Yeah, because 73 was in there, and he was he's not very good. Mm-hmm. Number four, receivers over 100 yak yards. And here's why I say that is I don't think their corners are very good. Me neither. I think they play. They do one of two things, and I don't think they do either one very well. They'll play off, which they're when they're off, they're off. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, that's playing right into the hands of these guys with yep. the quick screens. Now, if they play up and they're going to trail you and stuff, they don't cover well. You can separate from them. So that's why I'm seeing a big yak day. And tight ends have been lighting them. Well, let me just say this. The last two weeks, Cincy, Chase had over 150. Mm-hmm. This week, it was in Joko. So there's going to be one guy. For the Ravens in this game, that's going to have over 100 yards receiving. And it could be tight end, could be receiver. I don't know. Could be Mitchell. Right. Next one. Rush for over 140 yards. Biggest thing is, is against Cincinnati. This is is what drove me crazy because I watched the Cleveland film, and Cleveland had 28 rushes for 82 yards, 2.9 average. I'm saying, damn, this is a hell. You know, because they're ranked high Mm -hmm. in the run. So it's like. Yeah, they play really good fundamentally. You know, they keep their shoulders square. They're physical at the point. And the linebackers attack the line of scrimmage. And their safeties do, too. And the corners will tackle. All right, then you put, then you go back two weeks. Because I wanted to see the Cincy game because such a high-scoring game. And it was in Jacksonville. Now, Cincy goes 31 for 156. Average 5.0. I'm like, what the hell? It was like tail of two. It was yeah. like two totally different games. <clears throat> and the thing that I kind of kind of gathered was, Cordell, like, since he spread them out, kind of like the Ravens do, 
where Cleveland they're more compact, compact. with two okay. tight ends and stuff, and they can they can you can put more guys in the box. Right. So I think the Ravens got a chance because they creased them. The Bengals mixing on them, they creased them, Cordell. I mean, they hit some chunk runs because they couldn't get up blocks. And, and against Cleveland, they were getting up blocks all the time. And if they're going to let them spread them out, like you said, that that bodes well for the Ravens in both the receiving and, and the run game, I believe. But and really, Lamar. definitely for Lamar, who's running more, as I, as I thought he would down the stretch of the season. Uh, but at home, it just seems like Jacksonville is – they stink at home in general, but you're going to get a lot of high-scoring games in Jacksonville. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I think they'll spread them out, and I think they're going to be able to have success running it. And if you notice, um, Lamar's running differently. Last week, you know, tight game and stuff, mm-hmm. he wasn't diving in the ground. No, He was no. attacking it. Yeah. I think that, like I said, I think that's how it's going to be now that it's in that <laughs> December football get going into the playoffs. I think it's going to be similar as well, especially in the two-minute drill. That's what makes Lamar so dangerous in the two-minute drills that he can beat you with both his arms and his legs. Yeah. Number six, Lamar over 300 total yards. They got the 31st-ranked pass defense, so I think he's going to be able to throw for it a bunch. So it would not shock me if he throws for 250 or more. I mean, Browning – Threw for 350-something. I think Lamar could get there. (laughs) And Flacco threw for over three. Right. So, I think Lamar's going to rush for over 50. So, I think Lamar's going to have a big day. Just like, um, you know, everybody said last week, Cordell, well, why did they throw it so much? Why did they throw it? The Rams don't get pressure on the quarterback. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. The the thing is, is the only difference is, is they don't get pressure on the quarterback, but their secondary is outstanding, the Rams. You got to work to get open. Right. That's the thing against Rams. Now here, you're you the receivers are gonna get open. Mm-hmm. And pretty much they only have they got two guys that can rush a passer, and, and Walker really is not right. that gifted. I mean, wa- all Walker does is try to bull rush, and mm-hmm. he's gonna come on Morgan Moses, and Morgan all he's gotta be able to do is put that foot in the ground. Hold his base. And then Josh Allen, same way. I mean, they don't use a lot of moves. I mean, their initial move is to bull. And with Ronnie, Ronnie's got to be able to put that foot in the ground this this week. All right. Zero turnovers. I mean, don't beat yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, yesterday, charge, last night, Chargers had five. If you have five turnovers, you're not winning it. You give up 63 points. Pitiful. So, you can't, you know, this time of the year, keep stacking. Just keep stacking. Protecting the football. Protect the football. Get Get turnovers, but protect it. And then last one, make a big play on teams. You know, they got a good kicker, too. Mm-hmm. McMahon, I mean, he's he's 30-30 on PATs, missed four for the year, two over 50 and two between 40 and 49. Their punter's good, so they have a good kicking game. You know, don't get a pump lot. You know, don't any of that kind of stuff. Now, did uh, did anybody ask Linderbaum what happened on that one? Because he's the only one that moved. Everybody else, because... Cordell, the motion guy hadn't even gotten right. to the guard right. yet. Yeah, it was a clear com- miscommunication. Um, I didn't talk to Linnebaum this week, but I, I, I think from everybody that we have talked to about it, everybody has pretty much said the same thing. It was just a miscommunication error. Uh, but they, they seem like they moved on about moved on from it, and they, you know, talk glowingly about Tyler Linnebaum as they should. We, we right. see, we see him every week. All right, so those are my uh, eight keys, Cordell. That'll do it if the Ravens are going to win it. They need to follow those keys. 
to victory. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll keep it going with the Ravens talk. If you want to jump in, 410583-1057 is the number. The MVP race is heating up. Lamar Jackson's name is still in the running. Will Lamar win MVP? We'll talk about it next here on The Fan. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's $3. You cheap. And one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan on this featured artist Friday. We're playing Promise all the way up until 2 o'clock right here on The Fan. Cordell Woodland filling in for the boxer. Still with Vinny Serrato, Quick Draw McGraw behind the glass. Coming up at 11 o'clock, we'll talk to my guy Jonas Schaefer who covers the Ravens for the Baltimore Banner, get his thoughts on this Ravens matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday night football. But right now we're talking uh, some Ravens and specifically Lamar looking at this MVP race. Lamar is uh, knee deep in the MVP race. I'm looking at it on Purdy. Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse right now. Purdy right now leads it. Dak is behind him. Purdy's at plus 140. I'm on FanDuel. Uh, Purdy plus 140, Dak plus 150. And it's a huge jump to Lamar Jackson, who's at third at plus 650. And then it goes to Jalen Hurts plus 1100, Josh Allen plus 1400, Tyreek Hill plus 2000. Uh, But when you look at it, Lamar, they have it. Lamar is third right now. Lamar put together a pretty good performance on Sunday. He's got some primetime games coming up against big-time opponents. Can he find himself winning his second MVP this year? Yeah, I, I think I I think uh, Cordell that this one's on Sunday night football. Then uh, the Niner games Monday night mm-hmm. football, Christmas night, everybody will be watching. Yep. And then um, the Miami game probably will be flexed to Sunday night, and then the Pittsburgh game, depending on if Pittsburgh can win some games, mm-hmm. where that one ends up. But he's over the next three weeks, he can go win it if he has. If they win those three games on national TV, he's got a he's got a very and he's and he's does well. If they're going to win those games, he's going to play right, good. Right. So he'll he'll be the. I would think he'd be the leader in the clubhouse if they win. If they if he beats um, Lawrence, Purdy, and uh, Tua, right? He's going to be the leader in the clubhouse. So. First of all, it kind of grinds my gears that I look at this and I see Brock. And I like I like Brock Purdy a lot. I like him more yeah. than others. Um, but he shouldn't be leading an MVP. I mean, he's, Christian McCaffrey should be. If it, if we're going to talk about any Niner being on this list, it should be Christian McCaffrey. Debo. Uh, Debo could be ahead of him. Tyreek Hill should be way ahead. Why is Josh Allen ahead of Tyreek Hill? I, that, that's a little crazy to me. Tyreek Hill and Christian McCaffrey, to me, are, are the top two candidates. But specifically with Lamar. I think Lamar has a chance to snatch it away, like you said, down the stretch. A with them obviously winning, but also I think Lamar is start is going to start stacking some more of those wild plays because he's starting to use his legs more. And you mentioned it earlier; he's not even necessarily just looking to go down all the time the way we've seen it in the past. At least he wasn't this past Sunday, and I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to change going forward. I think these games are going to be 
some back-and-forth games like we saw against the Rams. They may have to come from behind against the Niners or the Dolphins or maybe Sunday night. We don't know. But I I do think Lamar's legs is going to be the thing that ends up winning him the MVP in the end because it was a big reason why he won it in 19. Obviously, he was the most efficient passer in the league, but it was the wild plays that he made with his legs that year, and I think he's going to get back to that this year. I'll say this, Cordell, that – all right, let's let's say Ravens wins Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And then um, when they go to the Niners, the loser, he drops down big time in the right. MVP voting. They're, they're, that's where, that's where uh, you know, because whoever wins is going to play well. Oh, yeah. That's going to elevate the mm-hmm. other guy into the number one spot. And it could turn out to be the winner of that game ends up winning MVP in general. I think that would be enough. The only one that have a chance, like if Dak goes and balls it out at Buffalo. Right. You know, because the Cowboys are America's team. And then I don't know who they play second. I think they go to Miami. The Cowboys? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, Dak Dak could, uh, then it would be either Purdy, Lamar, and Dak. Yeah, Dak, they go to Buffalo. Then, like you said, they go to Miami. Then they're back home against Detroit. On Monday Night Football, uh, and then they're fi- they finished the season in Washington against the Commanders. So I mean, Dak could definitely Dak do it. Dak could easily Dak Dak if they continue to go like they are, and they end up and they win all those games, Dak's gonna win it. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, my guy Jonah Schaefer, he'll join us to talk about the Ravens. Of course, he covers <laughs> the team for the Baltimore Banner. We'll get his thoughts on the Sunday Night Game. Does he expect to see Kyle Hamilton on the field? We'll ask him next here on the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 